Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I am your host, Travis Reed, and today we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to interview a current uh, football UCLA player, somebody I just recently met, but seems like a cool brother. I will be supporting him this year. I told him, you know what I'm saying, uh, UCLA should be a minimum nine-win team uh, with the, you know, with the go-either-way games, you know, SC and, you know, Oregon State and Utah. But they should be nine wins. But I told them if they beat SC and they beat Utah, they go into, you know, New Year's Day Bowl. If they lose the both of them, they go into San Diego Bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so please introduce yourself uh, to the people. Yes, sir. So, guys, my name is Anthony Atkins. Uh, recent transfer here to UCLA. Got here in January in the winter. Um, and, yeah, that's me. You'll learn more Yep. Well, Anthony, man, let, let's get right into it. How did your uh, football career uh, start? Yes, sir. So, you know, I've been uh, I've been playing football since I could, you know, walk, you know, uh, since, uh, yeah, before I was even in kindergarten, you know, been holding the football, throwing around the yard and stuff like that. I think I started actually like playing organized football, like first grade when I was uh, finally able to sign up and made the age requirements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I also was uh, I played I play other sports, play basketball. You know, I had my stand in baseball. You know, did a track, did a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, though, like football started at a very very young age. No, that was that was my second question. Were you interested in other sports? Obviously, basketball yes, and baseball. Were you any good in basketball? Uh, so I, I just, <laughs> we had another uh, little talk interview where they brought up how. I was uh, like, you know, three time all state in high school and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So you was a hoop. Okay. So you was yeah, a real hoop. <laughs> yes, sir. I try to do my thing on the court. Um, and yeah, yeah. It, it basketball kind of took me a long way as well. I had the opportunity to go to the next level in basketball, but ultimately chose football. Yeah, hey, I respect that. So um growing up, right, we we call it AAU basketball. I don't know what you guys uh call it football, peewee league, or mm-hmm. did you play that growing up? Yes, sir. So um, yeah, along with AAU basketball, I played uh we it was like Pop Warner was like the earlier stages yeah. and as it, it just turned into travel football, and then as you get into high school, you got like the seven on seven tournament. Okay, 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 okay. And yeah, and I did I did that as well. Mm-hmm. The seven on seven traveled around the country. And uh, and played it that way, yeah. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, so I was wondering, like, uh, like, you know, uh, like I knew, like, a like Pee Wee or like, like you said, Pop Warner, because I played it, you know. And then I remember ninth grade JV football practice, I got hit in the leg, and mm-hmm. then my dad had basically said, "Okay, that's it, never again." <laughs> and I said, "You know what? You're right, Dad." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he was like, you are not, you know, because he was like, you know, I was doing football for fun, you know, just because. But he was like, yeah, we're not, no, we're not chancing it. No. So can't play no more. I was like, all right, well, here we go. (laughs) Been there, man. Been there many times. Yep. So where are you from? 
Uh, so originally I'm from a little town called Hodgenville in Kentucky. Mm. Yeah, man, just out in the sticks. Very, very rural, very country, you know, uh, just area kind of in the center, central Kentucky. Not much mm-hmm. going around there, so. Okay. The, okay. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. So you wanted to you playing in the, obviously the, you know, the pop Warner circuit, you know, and you're obviously that means you're pretty good. So what high school did you go to and what, why'd you choose it? So the thing about me and like where I'm from is I really didn't have that many options. I had my uh, county school, my okay. uh, so LaRue County high school. Mm-hmm. That's where I lived. And uh, yeah, like I said, real small town, small area, man. My graduating class was like 150, like, wow yeah (laughs) really wasn't a lot of people man so i didn't have my uh have a lot of options of where to go so i mean i just stayed in town stayed in my county no i got you hey i mean you know what i'm saying you just never know what happens you know what i'm saying like right i mean obviously me being from california is a little different but like yeah you're from you know like the little you know kentucky spots you know what i'm saying so in high school um were you all state and all all county all all that you know? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was all state three out of four years. One year I had, I got hurt and I didn't play much. So, uh, but yes, sir. I was I was all state and I think I think I was my senior year all USA. At, yeah, I was all USA my senior year as well. So wow, wow. So you were that means you were the top players in the country. You know oh yeah, I, I believe. I think yeah. I did believe. you uh, did you get recruited by you know a lot of schools, all the big schools and things like that? Um yes, sir. So I my first offer was Army and mm. the place where I transferred from. Um, but my second offer was Louisville, and that was where I had committed to at the time. I was committed to Louisville for a while, um, and then throughout that, uh, like you said, I got some other schools, bigger schools, looking at me. You know, like. Kentucky's, the Tennessee's, the Michigan's, the Georgia's, you know, they were, everybody had my fair share of looks and stuff, but I mean, I don't know if you're going to ask later, but then I end up choosing Army and one of a smaller school out of that bunch, so. No, respect, that's a respect. Uh, we'll get into this, that question a bit later. We're going to go back one question. Absolutely. Obviously being, you know, you're, you know, top, you're one of the top players in the, in the country, you have a lot of memories. What's your most memorable moment out of high school? Wow. So uh, my most memorable moment playing football in high school was um, in our state semifinal or state quarterfinal. So two games before the state championship, we had mm-hmm. played our rival. So mind you, I, I had never beaten my rival all four years of high school until my senior year. Mm-hmm. And we were down 32-13 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Ended up didn't really score score much in the third quarter. Scored like one or two touchdowns. I mean, like 32-20. Ended up winning 40-32 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, and like I said, was my rival. First time beating him in four years. And to beat him that way in the quarterfinals of the state was just amazing. So, it's probably my best memory. I got you. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, like, because whenever the rivalry, it's always something different. You know what I'm saying? It's always something different. Well, you know, so you have all these schools, like you said, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, uh, Louisville. Um, why Army? Right, right. Um, I, so when I went on an official to Army 
after talking talking to them sometimes. I always kept in contact with them because they were so there's something about that first offer you get, you know, and of course they held a special place with me. So I just continued the conversation with them and then I ended up taking an official there. And on that official, you know, I went to the school and I just know all the thoughts surrounding it. It's like, man, it's a small school. Like, why are you even looking at this place? But the, it just it, was, it held it had something over me. And then when I went there, they the the phrase that they like to use a lot is, "Don't don't think about it as a four year decision. Think about it as a forty year decision." Mm. And that that hit that hit somewhere with me. That hit home with me. And just them saying that, and then just the feeling that I got when I went there, I was like, man, like. I can't explain it, but I need to be here, you know, and that's ultimately why I chose it. And honestly, like, I, I don't regret it, you know, so. No, I understand that. I mean, look, you're talking to a person else. I was going to let you know, like, I'm a, a military kid myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was in the Air Force for 12 years. So the first eight years of my life, I was North Dakota, Sacramento, Texas, you know, so I know exactly, you know what I'm saying, uh, I actually thought about, you know, doing, going to army, like, you know, when I was growing up, like yeah. trying, you know, military, like school, you know, uh, they just didn't recruit me, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get no letters from army or air force, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. So, okay. So you choose army. I'm, I'm pretty sure people from Georgia and, and Kentucky are like, what, you know, um, what do you remember about your first year in college and what was the difference uh, between college and your senior year in high school? Right, man. So my first year in college, I mean, as probably like you could guess was like, not like the normal college experience. <laughs> I'm at the military Academy, you know? So okay. it was like, it, it compared to my senior year, it was a complete 180. You know, like I went from having all the freedom in the world, you know, like to just be a civilian to just living and living the way I wanted to, to living the way somebody tells you to. Yeah. You got a lot of rules to follow. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you got you got all these like extra things you have to do so outside of football, just playing football. Like at a normal school, your freshman year, you're just playing football. That's it's your job, it's football. Well, mm-hmm. Military academy is like, yeah, you're a football player, but your profession is the, the military. So you you're just juggling all this stuff. I tell you the 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 biggest difference, like the biggest thing that really like took some getting used to was just the just wearing the same thing every day, just wearing a uniform. <laughs> so like, like I went from wearing whatever I wanted to school to having to wear a uniform every day. And I know it's like that's not the worst thing in the world, but it's definitely something you gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no no yeah trust me i feel you. i went to catholic school growing mm-hmm. up you know okay. what I'm saying? like like i want to say third through eighth grade yeah so like yeah i had to wear like we had to wear a tie when i was in eighth grade so, yeah so that was like mm. yeah I, I had to clip on a little remember the clip on click you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was rocking that we had to wear that in the button shirt in the you know little docker pants Trust me, man. I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, definitely takes some getting used to, though, but, you know. No, I got you. So, now, I do have to ask you, since you played, you went to Army, mm-hmm. how is that that Army, that rivalry game, Army-Navy, man? Wow. 
Man, I, I'll tell you, it's it's honestly like nothing you've ever experienced. You know, like with me, like I, I in the getting recruited by them and hearing some of the old players talk talking about how special it was, how special it was. I never really like, yeah, I took it in and I got I was looking forward to it, but I never really could grasp it until you're actually there. And my freshman year was um, the first one we went to down in Philly. We were at the Eagle Stadium, mm-hmm. and I mean, having a sold-out NFL stadium for a college rivalry game is like it's mind-boggling. Like what? Like when you you walking through that tunnel and you just you just hear it and you just and you see it split down the middle, Navy Army. Like you see the colors, the color difference just split. It's just it's it's like something I've never experienced before, and it's probably one one of the biggest and best memories that I have from there. And I just I really can't put into words, man. It's just a surreal feeling. I mean, like I said, I've watched them on TV and I just be like, man, this this is crazy, man. Crazy. crazy <laughs> you man. know what I'm saying? Like straight up crazy. So obviously, you know, what was the hardest thing? I mean, we already kind of talked about it, just the uniform, but like like as far as on the field, you know, um, and like off the field, you know, besides the that I know becoming a young man is like you know, it's in the military is probably hard and hard enough, you know. Anyway, what would you say was the hardest thing about your freshman year? Yeah, so I just uh, – the harder thing about my freshman year probably was, like, I'll start with on the field. Um, as, like, the football side of things was going from – like, we ran we ran a similar offense, but not really. We ran, ran a wing tee in high school, senior year. And I was a – like, more of a running back mold, 215, 220. And then going to that offense, having to run a fullback, a traditional fullback, and had to gain some weight and just learning that and then the speed of the game because it's college. So I my freshman year, like I, I dealt with, you know, a lot of a lot of getting used to that and, and getting in shape for that. And then along with getting in shape, gaining weight and trying to play at this different so on the field, I, I deal with those type of struggles. Um that I eventually, you know, got my feet under me after the first couple of weeks of camp and, you know, was ready to go. Um, as far as off the field, I would say like, like you said, become a man. Like that's that freshman year, like the early years of college, like when you start maturing a little bit. And me being from someone with really no military background, having to mature in that environment, you know, is it's very different. It's almost like you're if, all right. For me personally, I'm going from Kentucky to New York. I was far away from home. I had to deal with that. That was a struggle. And then besides that just being being molded into this into this this alpha alpha male alpha human essentially for the military and yeah like they they literally strip you down to who you are and then they build you back up how they need you to be for that profession and that was uh that was a little tough for me at first you know so mm. it, it was tough because like, I'm just I wasn't used to that lifestyle and and eventually like like I did with football, I got my feet under me, and I became became who I who I was supposed to be. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. I think um, you know, I think that's what military is. From what I've seen, you know, obviously having my father, I had cousins, uncles, a lot of family members in the military. So, and you know, I had my cousin just recently retired from the army. He was there for twenty five years or whatever, you know, twenty years, whatever. So. I understand like the dedication and commitment and I, I respect the hell out of it, you know? So, you know, it's one of those things. So, um, 
so obviously you have your commitment to the military and you have your commitment to football, right? right. And so what would you say, uh, you know, being in that army, like what would you say your biggest triumph was and what was your biggest failure? Yes, sir. So honestly, I, w- I would say my biggest triumph there was probably just it's kind of broad but you know just just being there as long as i was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would say probably my biggest trying fighting through all the all the negative thoughts about leaving and the quitting mentality you know that i initially had like for quitting for the wrong reasons quitting because that's too hard or quitting because i don't think i can make it and have self doubt like that's my, my biggest triumph is overcoming all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my biggest failure, man. I couldn't. I've failed so many times at that school, man. It's a hard school, you know. It's a, it's no challenging school. Um, but yeah, I failed so many times. That I would say, honestly, I I can't even think of a one big failure that I had there. I could just think of the many like little failures. <laughs> Failing a class or, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably one of those, like something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, you, you're you still in it, so it's a little different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Once you get old, you be like, oh, man, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, I, I feel you on that. All right. So what was the biggest lesson you learned in your four years at, 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 at Army? Yes, sir. So, honestly, like I say, like, the biggest lesson that I learned was – just the whole I, idea of overcoming adversity. Mm. Like, I was, like, growing up, there was never really anything that I had to, like, overcome. I was always, like, like, I don't I don't mean to, like, hope this doesn't come out wrong, but, you know, when, when you're the type of guy that goes to the next level to play a sport or something, like, you, I mean, you really have it kind of made, you know? Like, there's really nothing hard in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. you're doing good on the field. You're doing for me. I got out of four point in school. I was doing good in school. Like I'm in high school. I can do what I want. Like I had a and I had a great family. So there's really nothing hard like about the way that I came up. Um, and as you know, what I'm saying that's all the credit to my my parents. You know, they raised me the right way, man. Um, but going to going there, man, there was adversity every day. You know, like there was. I don't feel like doing this. Like <laughs> School is hard. Football's hard. Like, man, like everything's being thrown at me. Like, I'm late with some schoolwork. Uh, I'm I'm late for practice because I'm still doing schoolwork. And then, like, it's just, and then just really like centering yourself and and realizing, yo, you're going. This is hard, but you're going to have to figure it out and learn a way, you know. And I just feel like that lesson that school itself taught me is 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 huge because i still take it with me to this day you know like mm. i still have that and have that tool you know to be like look myself in the mirror like yo you can get over this you can get through this like boom come on and i mean i credit that school for really teaching me that you know so that's that's heck of cool man that's real cool now i know this is a random question but like uh was y'all doing the PT time in the morning, like at four in the morning before before every class and all that, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, 
that's that's not a uh, we don't be doing that during the school year. But when I first got there for for basic training, that's what the first thing you got to do is we was doing that all summer, man. That waking oh. up at four or five in the morning, sometimes three when you had a long day doing that. But yeah, once basic was over and we got into the school year, we as football players we really didn't have to do that because we had our own obligations. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was yeah, because I was like, dang, do you still have to do PTA practice? No. Nah. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be torture. <laughs> right? So you do your four years at Army, right? Now, well, first we're gonna go back. I think, you know, I want to ask you a question since you're a current college player. What do you think about the two biggest things in college or three biggest things? Um, I want to know what your thoughts on 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 NIL deals. I want to know your thoughts on transferring. I think they just passed the thing where double transfers can't necessarily play right away. Uh, I just saw that from the NCAA. Um, and the third is conference realignment. So I know this is your last year, and you know, like you you be moving on to the NFL or you know you know your next your next phase of your your career. Um, but I want to know your thoughts on those three things, starting with the NIL. Absolutely. So um, being an Army, like initially when they first passed the NIL thing, the NIL, like just the, the rule and stuff, like we couldn't make money off of it because we technically were had a job. Like we were under the Army, like under the employment of the Army. So NIL wasn't a uh, thing that we could do. And then when I transferred out here and kind of was thrown into that NIL like space, that that uh, that yeah, that space, it, what it showed me was how great of a thing NIL is. Like, I am a huge advocate of NIL because at the end of the day, when you boil it down, it teaches us as athletes to build our own brand and use ourselves as a brand and and go about it the right way if you have the right mm-hmm. people directing you, you know. So NIL is a, I believe it is a great thing. And not not necessarily just for the money, like just for the things it teaches you, but could also be a crutch to some because that's what they're all about. And they're forgetting the whole the whole reason they're even do, playing sports in the first place. So I personally look at it as a great thing, but I could also see how it could how it could be be not a great thing for some. And yeah, that's that's how I look at it. No, no, I you know. I just don't want it like, well, like I said, for me, we never got paid a dollar in college when I was in college. And so Ed O'Bannon is the first person, you know, fellow UCLA Bruin is the first person that sued the NCAA and won in in preliminary court. Uh, because it, remember that you probably don't remember because you were young, but they had a game called NCAA basketball and NCAA football mm-hmm. where, where they they made image and likeness of us you know, mm-hmm. but just didn't put names on the back of jerseys. And, you know, they sold, that game sold everywhere. Everybody had those games and we, we didn't get a dollar from it. And so like, because of him winning, they stopped making the game. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like I'll, I'm a big fan of the NIL. I think athletes generate like yourself, generate millions of dollars exactly. at school. So you should be able to, you know, I'm like, to be honest, like, you know, if they gave you a million dollars, is that really enough if you're generating 20? Right. You know, right. 50 or 100, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
in, in some ways, unless we get ten million dollars, we're still underpaid. You know what I'm saying? It's you. So uh, you know, like that's how, that's my thing on the NIL. But what do you? What is your thoughts on the? Uh, like I said, you know, like the realignment of football, where where it's going. I mean, essentially, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so quite honestly, like I haven't done like crazy like thought into it, but I do have some like um, initial opinions on it. So I I. <sighs> I like to play devil's advocate a lot. I like looking at both sides of things. Okay, it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. So, I, at, like at the end of the day, I don't have like a, I don't have a stance, but I have opinion. So yes, I, I do like advocate for realignment for schools who need it. Like for schools who definitely are like, yeah, like boom, we we want to play somewhere bigger and we think we can handle that. Boom, let's do it. Like that's yeah. that's great. That's amazing to me. Um. But you know, I, I I just seen something where the the Missouri head coach was talking about how kids go to certain schools for the proximity of like where they're from. You know, like if you're a hometown kid, they want to go to that school and it makes it easy for the family to come to the games and stuff. But then what happens when that school joins the conference that's on the other side of the world or the other side of the country? They kind of like you know and and the way the school may go about it, they might not even tell the family or the kid and they just do it. And now the kid's like, wait, what? Like my fam can't go to none of these games. So that, that could be a little bit of an issue for some, but like I said, though, I like, I don't, I don't see it as a, as a total bad thing for schools that that really can play in those other conferences. I think it's a good, it's good for them. Well, yeah, I look, um, Consider yourself lucky because you're playing in the last Pac-12 ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up on the Pac-10. It was Pac-10 when I was hooping. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that shows you how old I am. Um, like, that meant something. Like, I always felt like, you know, like, yeah, man, I'm in the Pac-10 or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Arizona, UCLA, SC, you know, whatever, 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 you know. Um, and now I just feel like we'll do the football – it's just going to be probably three super conferences, SEC, Big Ten, probably Big 12. They're going to have 20 teams each eventually, you know, and <laughs> and they just it's going to gobble up, you know, uh, like any mid-major, like it was big mid-majors or like schools. Like, like I said, I was shocked. When UCLA and SC said they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to the Big Ten, I was like, so you're going to have UCLA going to Rutgers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And playing in, playing in Rutgers and playing in Maryland? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah. You know, so, but, hey, I mean, I get it. It's a money grab. All they, they're going to just see, especially football, is like UCLA, Ohio State, UCLA, mm-hmm. Michigan, SC, Michigan, SC, Ohio State, UCLA, Penn State. Mm-hmm. You know, so they just they just start thinking like boom, boom, boom. But yeah. Anyway, you know that's kind of my two cents. I wanted to know right. what you thought because you're a current college player. Right. And the last question is, what do you think about like the transferring and like kind of kids kind of moving from school to school to school? What do you think about that? For sure. Um, <clears throat> so I think I think transferring the transfer portal. Is is a good thing, and I, I mean, obviously, I say that. <laughs> but your your situation is kind of different because you're a college, you're a graduate already. So yeah, 
Yeah, like I, I took it, I took advantage of it. So I feel like I I'm on the side where I say it's a good thing. But like for the ones who are trying to abuse it, you know, jumping from school to school to school, multiple three, four times transferring, uh that okay, that like too much of anything is like is bad for you. you know? <laughs> agree, agree. You know and so um I would you say the, the 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 law that was passed was the people who double transfer aren't eligible right away? Yeah, supposedly. Like if they yeah. double transfer, they can't just play right away. Right. See, I think I think that's fair, you know, because the they just like finally said that the people who transfer one time can are eligible immediately, you know. So I could definitely see how, I mean, if you transfer more than once, you're not going to be eligible right away. And, yeah, that's kind of my whole thing on it. Like, I feel like it's a good thing if you, you know, utilize it the right way. You feel like whether whether you feel like you want to be on a bigger stage and you can play at that stage, then boom, go have at it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, if you're just if you're just unhappy, you're like, man, I don't want to be here. I'm going to transfer. Oh, I don't like this school either. I'm going to transfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. You know, I got you. I respect that. Now we're going to get back into you. I just I had these college questions for you already ready Absolutely. to go. Um, but I want to get back into your situation. Uh, obviously, you play your four years at Army, and you probably you know you have a good four years. Um, what made you come all the way to the West Coast to play, you know, for Chip Kelly and UCLA? Absolutely. So, kind of, like, when I when I initially, like, decided to leave Army and put my name in the portal, you know, it was back, back, back to square one. You know, I'm on the hunt looking for, like, the next best place for me. Mm-hmm. And like I said about Army, man, when I was on the phone with Coach Kelly – and came out here for the SC game on my a visit. It was that same feeling I had when I was at Army. I got it again. And I was at the game. Yeah. I was at the UCLA SC game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, it the atmosphere and just being out there, you know, just felt I it just felt right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just went with my gut. And you know, my gut's really never been wrong, you know, because that's how I feel and my my intuition and and yeah, I decided to choose UCLA, and I, so far I do not regret one second of it, man. I love it out here. No man, you know, what I'm saying it's the West Coast, baby. It's you know UCLA. It's you see, you know, like Westwood. I mean, things are different, but like you know, it's a city in itself. Mm-hmm. College is a city because you just walk down to college, walk down to In and Out, or you yeah. know, what I'm saying, or like walk down over to you know, uh, I used to go. We used to live in an outburger, you know, like when I was, we lived there. Yeah. And the sandwich place right next to it. We stayed at the sandwich place in an outburger. Or we would go, you know, to uh, Olive Garden or whatever, like, you know, okay. anywhere walking. And then we would just, we just walk to the movies all the time. You know, that was mm-hmm. like our thing, you know? So, yeah. Trust me, I, I feel you, man. Like I said, it's a beautiful, Westwood is its own city. And that's what I love about UCLA, always this is its own city. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's beautiful out here, man. Hey, man, I feel you, man. You're going to use it to get to the NFL, man. You know what I'm saying? going to be like, <laughs> with the first, you know, 36 pick or whatever, you know? So, um, now, I do have a, you know, question for you. Based off your experience of, like, your years in college, what would be the, your best advice to the next generation of your people like yourself? Absolutely, you know, um, 
So advice that I would give to, to that next generation coming up is, wow. Um, I would just say, you know, stay, stay true to yourself. And yes, that's cliche, very cliche. And I'm going to explain a little bit. Mm -hmm. As far as staying true to yourself, it's really not, not letting like, not letting the ups and downs of, of college, of, of football specifically, because, you know, like that's who I would give advice to is the people who kind of are doing the same path as I did. Like, you know, just staying true to yourself and don't really, don't really let all these ups and downs get to you because like I said, as my lesson that I learned was I learned how to get through adversity mm. and, and in that adversity, I mean, it could be very, it could be very easy, you know, just to, just to get pushed back and forth and just letting it just destroy you as a person and like letting you just hate the sport that you love playing. So like, just stay true to yourself. Stay true to your why. Why you even started this thing? Why you even wake up every morning to go out and attack the day? Like, stay true to that. Don't let all these ups and downs get to you because at the end of the day, you got to realize like that's that's what life is. Life is about ups and downs, and that's and you getting through that and the person you are on the other side of it. That is really what you're gonna be remembered as. That's where that's where your character lies. So. That's 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 what I would say to him, you know, is just stay true to yourself, stay true to what you believe, and you know what I'm saying, just stick with it. Always mm. stick with it. Well, all right, Anthony, man. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on the Believe UCLA show, man. Um, you are, like I said, like we usually don't do the interview thing, but you are the first interview, so congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, please let people know where they can follow you on Instagram, Facebook, you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. You can uh, follow me on all socials at yeah underscore ant with two T's, A-N-T-T. Uh, like I said, that's on all socials. So, Okay. Like I said, you can definitely follow people. And like I said, I will be uh, following him at UCLA this year. Uh, I'll be going to the football games. Like I said, I think they're going to have a great year. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm hoping that they can do something special, like get back to the Rose Bowl, something big, you know, something big this year. I think um, it all depends on the quarterback play. But I think everywhere else, UCLA is going to be real solid, you know. And, uh, you know, Anthony's going to be part of that. I'm excited for him. Well, uh, all right. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed. Uh, that's R-E-E-D, Travis W. Um, on Instagram and follow me at Travis W. Reed. I mean, just Travis W. Reed on Facebook. Uh, and I have a, a Twitter. It's Travis Reed UCLA. I, don't, I use it. I don't use it as much as the other two. But like, I post all my stuff on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. So if you follow those two, you'll see when I post. Uh, you know about about this interview with Anthony. And uh, like I said, um, I like I said, I'm gonna see him. Hopefully, I get a chance to meet him face to face at the you know. And one of these games or something like that, you know, uh, you know, a function. You see how they function. <laughs> all right, all right. Like I said, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube.